podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into Three Questions in a Song, where the title says everything except it doesn't. I was trying to get back to it, but you'll understand why it's not going to happen in this show either momentarily. Uh, this is episode number 75, and with me tonight is Caleb Strauss. I hope I said the last name right. You did. Yes, sir. Because last time I said MZNZ. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yes, but uh, it was about MZNZ. I remember last time I was on here, but uh, yeah, this time I'm just here to talk about myself. <laughs> so Facebook is not connected for some reason. Oh, it's, no. It's nice of them. I have a nice little red. Let me see if there's a way to. Nope. We're having trouble streaming to Facebook. This may be an issue on Facebook's end. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, we are live on YouTube. We're live on YouTube. No, get down, kitty. You can't be part of this interview. <laughs> hey, so as I mentioned in the intro, you have a lot of stuff going on. Yes, sir. And uh, instead of trying to get back to my three questions only tonight. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, to, uh, in the interest of compromise, I'll try to stay pithy with my answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I feel like I'm going to say this wrong and only because I, is it soul lunar? Yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, what I was worried about there was soul because mm, I, mm-hmm. it's Spanish for sun. Yes. And, and I was like, is that what he was going for? Is it something different? <laughs> yes. No, yeah. It's uh, the uh, combination of solar and lunar en- energies. Yeah, kind of a made-up word to yeah, to signify those two things. Yes, Soul Lunar Records. The name of the record label is actually thematically tied to the movie and soundtrack that we're putting out as our first official release overnight. That, that kind of imagery comes into play in the story a lot. So it seemed like an interesting... Uh, interesting bit of uh coincidence and you know an interesting bit of kismet so that seemed like a good name for the for the label and uh, along with the uh song and yeah uh, that we're gonna feature too right yes eclipse yeah absolutely all right so what what is the deal with the with the label well um it came from you know there's two of us that sort of started this thing and we come from uh different reasons for having the desire to start a label, but they sort of matched up. Um, so my partner at the label is Deja Gonzalez, and uh, she and I have known each other for a little over 20 years. And she uh, came to me with the idea of starting a label about halfway through last year. Um, cause she was like, she was out, she lives in Florida. She was out at a show and, and uh, we both have always had similar tastes in music, similar passions for music and um, a passion for pushing and promoting and listening to the same kinds of music. And a label is also something I'd always kind of played around with the idea of doing um, back in the old MZNZ days when it was Dustin and I. Uh, we always wanted to start a label. Um, me personally, I was kind of inspired by like artist-friendly labels that were sort of run by artists and sort of bucking the mainstream label system like Wax Tracks in the 80s and 90s and Ipecac Recordings, you know, a little later from Mike Patton and Greg Workman. And um, I developed a passion for... Um, for uh, the idea of a label that sort of puts the artist back in charge of their own career, um, we are 
in a lot of ways, probably a traditional label would call us more like a, almost like a PR company, maybe because we're service based. But what makes us work like a label is we uh, we develop the brand and name and reach and scope of an artist. Uh, what makes us not like a traditional label is the lab is the uh, the artist keeps all their royalties uh, because they have the option of just paying us outright for our services so that they don't owe us royalties as they would in a standard contract. Um, we actually make money off of just our labor and publishing, but the artist keeps their royalties. They keep the right and trademark to their name and their brand. And if they ever want to leave and work with another label, they walk out with uh, their masters in hand and a pat on their back. It doesn't cost them a thing. Um, so we're looking to put together a label that um, is almost more of a uh, a conduit and a, and a team for the artist to reach its audience rather than, you know, some sort of indentured servants. <laughs> that, that, that's probably a good metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it, it, the things that major labels have gotten away with and historically have gotten away with is uh, it's amazing. Some of it's legal, <laughs> you know, to put it nicely. Um, so now tell me a little bit about uh, the song that we're going to release tonight. I know I'm jumping sure. ahead a little bit, but I feel like you need to give some information on that before we go any further. For sure. So the song's called eclipse. Again, it plays with that solar lunar imagery. Um, that's imagery that comes up a lot in the film overnight. Um, and overnight is really the first kind of transmedia multimedia project coming from the label. It's, it's a, it's a big and ambitious place for a startup label to begin, but um, it is also hopefully going to set the template for a, the kind of artists that we're looking to work with and b the sort of aesthetic and, uh, and, and culture that we want to put across. Um, so overnight is the story of it. It's a love story. But it's a love story set in a in a very uh, chaotic and dangerous and disturbing and somewhat dark and threatening world. Um, there's a lot of external threats that are um, some of them are allegorical and metaphorical and some of them are very, very literal. But um, it's a dark psychological thriller that sort of examines the darker sides of true love without giving much more away. But the sun and moon imagery is something that we play with a lot in that film. Um, it came up doing a lot of the research that I did, some of the concepts I used for this movie. Um, I kept running into that, and um, I kept coming back to this theme of duality that I've always played with in my music. I'm always working on two projects at once, usually, like with my band, MZNZ. You know, we're doing two albums, and they sound completely you know, they're polar opposites. So I've always kind of had that aspect to whatever I've been working on. And um, these characters, the lead, the lead characters in the movie, their names are Craven and Darcy, um, are very polarized in many ways, but very magnetized in others. You know, um, I suppose you could argue that they're star-crossed lovers, but I think that's a little reductive. I'm not sure that that completely captures what they are because they have the potential for greatness, but they keep falling into toxic habits and patterns and pulling the other one down into it. And so Eclipse is a song that kind of takes that theme and that idea and plays with, um, well, it plays with the, with the, the premise of a different kind of love song. You know, um, I grew up in the eighties and the eighties was a time of, you know, I'm sure you know this too. You remember saturated just with like sappy, 
dippy love songs all over the radio. And when you really like some of these was, things, you know, I, I mean, how's I was used to spend the entire decade crying to these things in their kitchen while they clean, but you really pick apart some of these lyrics and man, they're so toxic. <laughs> they're so based on like codependency and need. And I need you. I'll die without you. You know, and all these kind of, all these things that end up end you up with restraining orders in real life, you know, outside of an eighties pop ballad. And so I wanted to, uh, I wanted the song to be a different kind of love song. The sort of the message of the love song eclipses, you know, the sun and the mood, they don't need each other. They are, completely isolate powerful beings under themselves in fact most of the time we don't see them both at the same time but every once in a while we do and when There's, we do it's really incredible me, being a science teacher i have to throw in that the light that's coming off of the moon at night is mm -hmm. actually reflection from the sun absolutely yes so so there yeah. is a little bit of a need there <laughs> a little bit and I suppose that's kind of love too, you know. There is a little bit of a need there, <laughs> you know. Um, I guess there is a, but there's also a line between dependency and codependency too, you know. And um, I think the sun and the moon make great make a great love story because I feel like they're dependent on each other, but they're not codependent on each other. They're isolated in their own right, you know. But they help each other shine. There you go. Yeah. Um. So I tell you what, let's let's take a moment and listen to Eclipse. Okay. And we will be right back. And awesome. For those of you that are listening live on with the video, um, you don't actually get to hear the song right now. You will have to come back to buildthescene.com on March yes. the 15th or later to hear that song. Or uh, do you have a drop date for that? It's actually out. It is out. Uh, it came out December 4th. And so you can, if you would like to, uh, you could listen to it on YouTube or Spotify or anything like that. But yes, it will be with the interview on March 15th as well. Fire, 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 fire,
Once in a while, they do catch up, and they kiss, and the world stands in awe of their eclipse. Yeah, baby, and when we come together, it's fire! So that was Eclipse. And with me tonight is Caleb Strauss. And uh, we're battling through some some issues. Some sound things, yeah. I was trying to see if I had a way to connect these just analog, but I unfortunately don't have the right plug available <laughs> at the moment. I don't know what I don't know what keeps interfering with it, but anyway. Hey, right, so um so we touched on the label, mm-hmm. touched on the music. Mm-hmm. Um I know you have some first angel media stuff going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. If you want to mention any of that, gosh, it feels like there's so much always going on at first angel media. <laughs> what have we been doing? Uh, let's see. Well, we've been, um, we recently worked with crash army on their music video. John made a uh, cameo in that. And we helped them put that out. We also just helped mad clock drop his video. Finally, hellfire <laughs> and that is also cross-posted to the soul lunar records webpage because mad clock actually works with soul lunar records he's not signed to our label but he is our head of publishing and live event coordinator so uh, we do like to help support him uh gosh what else we have uh there's the modeling the troop that's upstarting and um we are also putting together a uh, a monthly newsletter that I'm very excited about. Lindsay and I are going to be discussing that this weekend, Miss Red. And um, she's a very, very brilliant graphic designer. So I'm really 
excited to get her input on that. And um, the idea hope, hopefully is just that every, uh, every little subdivision of first angel media gets a little blurb every month and can let the audience know what we're up to. Cause we're always up to something. <laughs> I'm sure I'm forgetting something now. <laughs> There's uh the uh, trying to think what, what she was calling it, but basically the, like, the lifestyle section that the lifestyle sort section, of yes mm-hmm. yeah they just interviewed Deja and I actually about the label for lifestyle yeah Elizabeth's doing that she's doing a good job and there was there was one or two before us too so there's been a couple of lifestyles now that I think that's yeah it's going pretty there's good my my story that hasn't made it out yet about making chicken rice <laughs> oh no I didn't even know about that okay yeah, cool it's awesome. in, if you look in the posts. That aren't published yet. It's in there. It's in there. Okay. Well, I'll probably go read it because if I know it's there, I usually read it before it's published. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, there's. I'm glad you mentioned Lindsay because I actually need to message message her. I think I just hooked mm. someone for her. Ah, um, very good. Need some graphic design work. Yeah, she's good, um, man. God, the things she posts are. Do- I really like the composite she makes with the. Uh, the forced perspective, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the giant, uh, giant animals and things like, yeah, those are really cool. All right. So I gave you a homework assignment, um, to check out Sean O'Donnell, um, and come up with a question for him. What is your question for him? I've always had this real crazy fascination with bagpipes, actually, <laughs> ever since I heard shoots and ladders by corn <laughs> on the very first corn album. Uh, opens with bagpipes and you know when I first heard that I think a lot of people actually thought this when I very first heard that I actually thought it was sampled and then I found out no Jonathan Davis actually plays them so what I've always wondered about bagpipes is the tones um, linger so long is that actual breath control or does that is there something inherent in the instrument that makes the notes go that long that's my question um I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but where can people find you, find you online? Feel free to to list. Yeah, lots of places. Um, so you can find me at solunarrecords.com. You can find me at mznz.com. Solunar Records is spelled S-O-L-U-N-A-R-R-E-C-O-R-D-S. And mznz is spelled E-M-Z-Y. E-N-Z-Y.com. And then, of course, there is uh, The Death of Zenith is on Facebook and Instagram. And we, uh, The Death of Zenith does have a single, our very first recording coming out with uh, Sam Astaroth on vocals on March 31st. So you'll see lots of things about that on on Solunar sites and, uh, and social medias as well. Cool. Um, if I haven't asked you any odd questions yet, um, what, what is something odd questions are good. <laughs> what is something that you wish you could tell people to get them to listen to your music? Um, please press play, please subscribe, please hit the bell, do all the things. Um, the more that, you play it the more that you play it for people you think may like it that's also another big one play it for people you think may like it uh the more that helps me 
the more that helps the label, the more that helps any and all independent artists that you are into and wish to support. Um, next up is the official build the scene question. Um, who's your Dave Grohl? Who would you want to go up on stage with? Gosh, that's one of those like pick one of your kids questions. <laughs> Who is my Dave? Gr- okay, I don't know. Because like, you know, I mean, favorite musician of all time probably still always comes down to Trent Reznor. I'm not sure I'd want to jam with him, though, because I'd feel very intimidated because that's a guy that can get behind any instrument and whoop whoop me at whatever I'm doing, <laughs> like, whatever instrument he picks up, he's going to be better than me. So it's hard to say him, but um, I don't know. I would love, um, I'd honestly love to do a duet with an artist that has like nothing in common with the kind of music I play. And unfortunately this guy is no longer living, but let's pretend he was. <laughs> and uh, his name is Mark Sandman of the band Morphine. He passed in 1999 actually on stage playing with that band, uh, but they're one of my all time favorite bands. They were kind of like a weird, like if, if anybody watching, if you've never heard their music, they were kind of like a weird, like uh, they called it low rock. Cause it was like kind of rock song structures, but it was jazz instrumentation. He played a two string slide bass with a slide. Uh, and like, I think the, the low E string was a bass and then, but, and then the low A was a guitar string and then he didn't put any other strings on it. And then he has saxophone player and a drummer. So it was this real stripped down bear, kind of like bluesy, jazzy sound, but he had this really deep baritone voice. I don't know. I would have loved to have done a duet with that guy. Something just real smooth. I, much like the show goes all the time. Um, there's no real segue in between questions. Um, what is the best pizza that you've eaten because you're a musician? <laughs> best pizza ever eaten. Um, okay. I I am one of those weirdos that likes pineapple on my pizza. I like Canadian bacon, pineapple, and jalapeno on a pizza. The Hawaiian. It's, it's beautiful, especially with the right pizza sauce. But the best pizza I've ever eaten? Gosh. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I am... Uh, pitifully not picky when it comes to pizza it's really hard to mess pizza up with me like uh, you, you could be cafeteria pizza from the 90s like you know elementary school cafeteria pizza I'd be like, nom, nom, nom. Uh, the pizza at my school has this huge real thick crust like three inches and um it's almost too much um not that not the stuff that we had when we were in elementary school where it was like that thick um it's it's too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was like ninety percent bread, <laughs> and then just a little thin layer of like canned tomato sauce and some melted sprinkle cheese. It's bread pizza. But but I always bought extra. Always bought extra. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure like. Pretty sure I always paid for that later. Like, pretty sure it always gave me a stomach ache. But you're a kid; you don't even know. You don't even notice. You know, <laughs> you're out in the recess. And you're like, oh god, this is because you ate like eight pounds of bread with sauce and cheese on. <laughs> um, what is a non-venue that you'd like to play at? Um, I Kiss played to Sharks, and Metallica played. Um, at Antarctica, what what is something like that that you you would want to do? 
<laughs> um, gosh, I don't know, man. To give it some thought, didn't Death Clock do that too? <laughs> you ever watch Metalocalypse? They played under the ocean. <laughs> so wait, did they really though? Mm-hmm. You know that's so outlandish. Of course they did. What? Okay, but how do I beat that? <laughs> how do I beat that? You're answering, not me. Um. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ocean to sharks. All right. The middle of an elementary school playground. <laughs> That's where. Yeah. After eating the pizza. Yeah, because like I don't know, kids are always they're the best audience. Yeah, after eating. <laughs> Get them all carved up. <laughs> Get them all carved up. Send them to the playground. MZNZ will put on a show for them. <laughs> that, that'll Get them all hyped out. up. Send them right back to the mat. <laughs> yeah. May, yeah. Right foot. See? Okay. This is your schedule, right? It's, especially it's like pre-K or something like that. You do <laughs> pizza in the cafeteria. You, you know, your sauce bread. And then MZNZ concert on the playground in the nap time. And then parents pick them up. Boom. They go home and they're happy. They're full and they're happy. They're carb crashing. <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl halftime? I did not catch the end of it. Although I did. I did. Yeah, I did see the halftime show. Yes, I absolutely saw the halftime show. And it was, you know, I think like most people my age, I was really excited about it. Like, I mean, <laughs> as much as... uh as much as like we all joked and there were memes about how you know it's like every like everybody's gangsters coming out as soon as that halftime show hits because we're all in our 40s now and we were all you know 15 or whatever when those songs came out um every artist on that stage is one of the most influential artists you know in their in their field and um and their success stories that have defied incredible odds and so I think, I don't know, for me, it was really uplifting. It was almost kind of tear jerking to see them all up there together, unified, just making art and playing music and having a great time. And, you know, it's like they made it, you know, I mean, they, they made their dreams come true and they got out of some pretty, some pretty nasty lives to lead some pretty incredible ones. You know, there's a lot of success stories on that stage. So I was, it was, I thought it was pretty inspiring myself. Um, who would you like to see in next year's game? Ooh. The halftime show or the, the yeah okay, <laughs> um, gosh that's a great question. This one this one's going to be hard to beat, um, but uh, I don't know. It, I was going to say, man, you know, since we're on this '90s kit, could we have a grunge themed halftime show? But most of those guys ain't around anymore. <laughs> we you could get the new could. iteration of Alice in Chains, maybe the Melvins, you know, like, but Mark we, Lanigan just died, so. Dang it. <laughs> we could bring uh, uh Crash Arms, yeah. Neo Stem, and King Catfish. There you go. There you go. Get us in charge of it. <laughs> Let me let's all let's fam pick the lineup. First Angel <laughs> picks the lineup. I like it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm definitely down for that. We'll have to get Jonna on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. She can make she's gotta make the appearance as the uh as a female pennywise. <laughs> it's a fan favorite. Do you have any last thoughts you want to say um, before I let you go off and uh, get on with your evening? 
I am, like you said, I'm in the middle of a lot of things. And um, I really appreciate everyone's support, especially those of you that uh, are patient enough to follow me through all of these crazy machinations. Because, yeah, it's, it is really hard for me to stick to one thing. But um, although my big focus is overnight right now, um, and there's a lot more news coming there, I am still working on the two MZNZ drop releases, uh, the Bills of Bourbon and Krim records. Those are going to come out on Solunar Records by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, the over, I, I am in the middle of casting that movie right now. We're getting ready to do a table read and go into really earnest pre-production. Um, the soundtrack is coming along really great. I'm getting instrumentals and full, fully recorded tracks back from almost everybody now. And, um, I'm just really excited where everything is going. I'm excited that I have first angel helping us out and, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really excited to see where we are, where we're at in six months. I really appreciate you guys helping us out, having me on and all the support. I, I want to thank you for joining me tonight on episode 75. And, uh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. 75. That's a good number. It is. Um, so this has been episode 75 of three questions in a song. Make sure you check out everything that Caleb has going on. Uh, if you're watching the video, so Lunar Records is right down there on top of After the Fall. Um, you can find most of what he's doing. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> most of what he is doing from there, I'm sure. Um, and uh, make sure you check us out on the 1st and 15th of each month. And then uh, Jonna, who I mentioned just moments ago, and I do a show called Friendly Fire on XRP Radio. It's xrpradio.co.uk. Uh, that'll be on March 26th, except she and I are not going to be on the same team. Um, Jonna will be with ALC, and I will be with Tiz on Friendly Fire. And uh, that should be an interesting one. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Changing things Friendly up a little bit. Makes me nervous. <laughs> uh, and uh, we also have um, the Pennsylvania Rock Show, which is every Friday night. Um, if you want to catch an early, you can go 6 a.m. on buildascene.com on Friday, find the show. But it starts streaming on the radio stations at 8 p.m. Um, and uh, just make sure you check us out at buildascene.com. Check out First Angel Media. Go to solarrecords.com, and uh, we will catch you next time. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you having me. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of Three Questions of Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.